Hello, everyone, and welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast, the podcast I created to draw attention to my new book, which releases September 7th. I did 22 interviews and ran them as episodes on the Strang Report podcast and decided to create this new podcast and run them on the name God and Cancel Culture to draw attention to the book. Today, my interview is with Trevor Loudon. He's a New Zealander. I got to know him and interviewed him for my book, God Trump in the 2020 Election. He is very concerned about the inroads that communism is making in America. He made those points in my book on God Trump in the 2020 election, saying that the Chinese communists were actually doing things to manipulate the election. And as time has passed, we've seen that a lot of what he said was true. I have a whole chapter in this new book called It's Not Cancel Culture, It's Communism. This is one of the most important and sobering podcasts I've ever done. Here it is as I ran it on the Strang Report, and then at the end, I have another message. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to the Strang Report podcast. Today, I'm talking to Trevor Loudon, who is an expert on the Communist Party from China. I interviewed him for some of my previous books, and I interviewed him today for my new book, God and Cancel Culture. We talk about cancel culture. You know, I've reported on it in various ways. I'm concerned about it. But he says what is going on is much more serious than cancel culture. He says we are undergoing a Marxist-Leninist takeover of our government, and he makes a very strong case. He says that Christians and other conservatives need to quit living in denial. He also says that cancel culture is a rehearsal for something much more horrific. You don't want to miss this podcast with Trevor Loudon. He's the one who gave me information for my last book, God, Trump, and the 2020 Election, for the chapter entitled, Why Trump Might Lose. He didn't do it as a prophet. He predicted some things that actually happened. He's worth listening to. This is a podcast that you'll want to share. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Trevor Loudon, you are a New Zealander, yet you're you're passionate about what's going on in America, and you recently wrote a very, very insightful article in the Epic Times about how you feel that actually a Marxist-Leninist revol- type of revolution is happening in America. And, you know, I just want you to tell my listeners and me exactly what you see happening, and then I want to talk to you some about cancel culture. Yeah, well, what we are seeing is, uh, look, Donald Trump Jr. said back in 2019, he said that the 2020 election would be communism versus freedom. And not not a lot of people took him seriously at the time. I, I hope they are now. What we're seeing in the Biden cabinet is he is stacking his cabinet and positions in the defense establishment, the disarmament community, uh, everywhere you look. With, with Marxists, pro-Chinese Maoists, 
Um, you, you know, people have been uh, worked in Chinese organizations, Chinese media groups, Chinese academic organizations, people who have basically worked to bring down America for a very long time. The Biden administration is full of these people. One, one very good example is a woman called um, Deb Haaland, who's now Secretary of the Interior, who is controlling 20% of America's land and 20% of your energy resources. She's involved in mining, border control, climate, climate change policy, Indian reservations, the whole lot. And she was put in place 100% by a leading Communist Party member named Judith LeBlanc. So the Communist Party USA, which is pro-China, completely loyal to Beijing, has just installed one of their very close allies as Secretary of the Interior with, with, with absolutely incredible powers. Um, Pete Buttigieg, um, who's now Secretary of Transportation and wants to tax you by the miles you drive, worked very closely with Democratic Socialists of America and the Communist Party when he was mayor of South Bend, Indiana. His father was one of the top uh, Marxist ac academics in the world, the head of the World Gramsci Society. Javier Becerra, who's Health and Human Services, uh, has got a very strong communist background. Uh, he was involved in Mature as a young man, the, the communist group that wants to return the American Southwest to Mexico. The list goes on and on. Uh, on Secretary of Labor to Marty, Marty Walsh, Secretary of Labor Marty Walsh, from, uh, who was mayor of Boston, very strong pro-Chinese connections, was elected with the help of the pro-Chinese Maoist community of Boston. So this goes on and on and on. And that's why we're seeing the shock and awe. They, they want to pack the Supreme Court. They want to make Puerto Rico a state to give them two more left-wing senators. They want to destroy our elections with their H HR1 and S1, which would, you know, make, make mail-in ballots compulsory across the country. Everywhere you look, they're centralizing power at a dramatic rate, just like any communist revolution would do. Now, how is this possible in America, the land of the free and the home of the brave, which has tried to make the world safe for democracy for the past, really for the past century. How did this happen, especially with so many patriotic Americans? What's going on? Well, look, uh, the, the, the communist movement, and, and we've got to understand the communist movement never died. They had a, a major setback with the collapse of the Soviet Union in the 90s. But, you know, China has picked up that, that slack and more, and China has a lot more money than the Soviet Union ever had. So they are, so, so what happened in the 70s, we had the, the Church Commission run by the very left-wing senator from Idaho, Frank Church, and he gutted America's intelligence. He gutted the FBI. He gutted the CIA. And so since that time, the FBI has basically left the left alone. They don't monitor the communist movements. They don't even know that Black Lives Matter is a communist movement. They don't know it is, it is directed to a large degree out of the Chinese consulate in San Francisco. They have ignored all of this. And so you've had the communist movement 
can gather strength to the point that is now controls much of the Democratic Party, or almost all of the labor union movement, most universities, the LGBTQ movement, the feminist movement, the environmental movement, um, and the Black Lives Matter movement. So all of these are communist movements, but most Americans have no idea of this because the media is so much on the side of the left and the FBI is so negligent that we, we hear nothing about it. So we're swimming in communism and 90% of Americans still don't realize it. You know, we had a communist president, Barack Obama for eight years and 95% of Americans still don't know that very obvious fact. And so, so, and now we have two people in the White House, um, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, who have lifelong ties to the communist movement, but they're both portrayed as moderate, pragmatic Democrats. So the media has been a big part of this. The education system has been a big part of this. And the gutting of the intelligence services and even the police intelligence departments has been a big part of this. You know, look, look back in the 50s, at 60s, the FBI had the Communist Party done. You know, I, I, an FBI agent told me that the head of the, that the Northern California Communist Party was run by five people. Three of them were FBI informants. They had the Communist Party under control. Now they have no clue. Now there are 20 Communist Parties in this country. They just burnt a whole bunch of cities last year with their Black Lives Matter movement. They're just about to start burning them all over again. And nobody's calling them out for what they are, communist. Well, if you can't name it, how can you fight it? How could we have defeated the Nazis in World War II if we never used the name Nazi? We just talked about those, those extreme Germans or those radical Germans. No, this is communist and it's all around us. And what do you think the solution is? Because the left wields the levers of power in our culture. You know, right now they have both houses of Congress and the White House, of course. You've already mentioned the media, academia, labor unions. You know, you named a lot of them. We don't need to do it here. It looked to me like Donald Trump was... A possibility to turn the tide. That's why I wrote several books about Donald Trump to try to make that argument. And of course, I wasn't alone in making that argument. I personally believe that he won in 2020 and that it was stolen. But now people who even mentioned that have been canceled. And the only reason I haven't been canceled is they probably haven't figured out that I feel that way. But I mean, how can we correct the elections which is really one of the most serious things as far as I'm concerned, because it makes, you know, it makes it all, almost impossible to change things. And if, you know, even with the culture shifting and everything else, if we have principled lawmakers, there are things that can be done. It takes a while, but it can be done. But the view that you seem to have in the Epic Times article was that it's almost hopeless. Uh, you said, well, maybe something can happen, but you, you know, you mentioned several of the things that you just said, and I'm concerned particularly about the cancel culture, where if you even oppose the left, they just cancel you big time, and it's not just one person, but it's many, and then you get into the whole thing of self, 
censorship where people are like afraid to say anything and then they're afraid to even talk about other topics lest they become unpopular and, and get them in trouble. You know, most people just yeah. want to live their lives, make a living, raise their family and save a little bit for their retirement years. And most good patriots, as you, at the point you make in the article, you know, they get frustrated about election integrity and so forth and they stay home. It seems like the other side never stay home and that they are intent about just making the rest of us go away. What do you think? Yeah, look, absolutely. We, we are in a revolution. We're, we're in a communist revolution right now. Now, I'll go back a little bit. In 2019, Trump put um, tariffs on Chinese goods. And the response of China in Xinhua News Agency was to declare people's war on America. Now, what does that mean? People think, well, that means I'll put tariffs on American goods. No, it means they'll use every means they can to destroy this country internally before their soldiers even march. And they intend to occupy this country. Don't, don't, don't hesitate to believe that. That's, that's well, well known if you read their literature. So the COVID was step one in the war. That was deliberately spread in America to do to three things, to wreck the economy, to destroy President Trump, and to destroy the US military budget. And Biden has got a massive rec anti-military record. He intends to destroy the United States military, which means China then runs the world, China and their Russian friends. So the next step was the Black Lives Matter rioting. That was, in, that was orchestrated by two pro-Chinese communist parties, the Freedom Road Socialist Organization and Liberation Road. Liberation Road is the, are the people who invented Black Lives Matter, and they have very, very tight relationship with the Chinese consulate in San Francisco. Then they used the energy of those fired up young black kids and Latino kids who were told that Trump was a racist, the Republicans are fascists, etc. And so they had, they had a whole network of voter registration organizations in the inner cities of seven key states. I'm talking Georgia, Minnesota, uh, Georgia, Michigan, um, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Florida, all the states they needed to win. And they claim they won six out of the seven for Biden-Harris. So the Chinese uh, wrecked your economy, they burnt your cities, and they stole your election. This is China doing this. We now live in the Biden-Harris-Obama-China administration. That's they also did something else. With the COVID restrictions, they saw how passively the population, including patriots, would go along with yep. government restrictions on everything from closing businesses to closing churches. You know, we never thought, we Christians never thought we would see this in our lifetime, but yeah. uh, they actually arrested some pastors. They put huge fines on some pastors in California for every day that they stayed open. Thankfully, the courts reversed that because it was just absolutely unconstitutional. But yeah. the government now sees that they can regulate everything. And, and, you know, I'm concerned that the next thing is you're going to have to get a vaccine to get on an airplane and go in and out of the country. So that was another thing that the, that the COVID accomplished. And they also yeah. saw that they could shut down an economy, a roaring economy, almost overnight. So, you know, this is at least the third virus that's come out of China since 
uh, 2000, there would have been SARS and the swine flu and this, and maybe there were some others. Why did they all come out of China? And what other viruses are they going to unleash in the future? No, you know, no one knows. Well, that's right. See, they just they just stole your election, burnt your cities, and wrecked your economy, all deliberately done, and there was no consequences. So what is to stop them doing it again in the future? Right now, the Chinese are getting ready to invade, to, to consolidate their power over the South China Sea. The Russians are getting ready to invade the Ukraine. And, and Iran is getting ready to nuke Israel. All of this has happened because you have a basically Iran and China and Russia's friends in the White House now. You know, had Trump got a second term, he would have done to the Communist Party of China what Reagan did to the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. And that would have been a massive boon to the world. All of that energy, all of that entrepreneurship, all of that culture serving good and liberty rather than evil and tyranny. That's the tragedy of this last election and the cowardice of the Republicans to allow it to be stolen. So, yeah, we are in a revolution. We are being shut down everywhere you can. And people, you know, if they do not, the first, I did this this article, nine, a, a New Zealander's nine starter steps for saving America. And the very first one was face reality. We are in a revolution. The military isn't secretly in control. Trump's not going to come back on June the 12th or July the 19th or September the 14th or whatever QAnon may say. He has been outmaneuvered by the Chinese, the Democrats and traitors within his own party. We have to face reality before we start talking about hope. And and you might have been a little harsh on me, Steve. There is plenty of hope, but the very first step is face reality. This is where we are. You're not going to be able to feed your kids. You're not going to be able to go to church. You're not going to have a career. You're not going to be able to disagree with the government. You're not going to have any freedom or prosperity if you don't stand up now. You're going to have the same kind of lifestyle that they currently have in Venezuela if you don't stand up now. It's not going to be like Western Europe. This is going to be like Venezuela and Cuba. That's where we're heading. Well, those are pretty strong words. Your article does give some point. You talk about the fact that there are 30 state legislatures that are controlled by Republicans and that the 10th Amendment gives the states some rights to oppose federal overreach and that there are things that the Republicans can do to have election integrity, at least in their own states. So elaborate on that. And then I want you to talk about the idea that you have of a Uh, you call it a mega nation, a make America great again nation, there would be a nation within a nation that would oppose federal overreach. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I encourage people to read the article, uh, you know, New Zealanders, nine starter steps for saving America from socialism. I should have said communism, but I was being a little soft there. So so election integrity, I think I've got number number three, That is absolutely essential because our side now is so disgusted with elections, a lot of us don't vote. That's what we saw in Georgia. You've got two Marxists in the Senate, U.S. Senate from Georgia now because a whole bunch of Georgia Republicans were so disgusted and dispirited 
by the steal of the election and the, and the absolute gutlessness of the Republicans to fight it, that they stayed home. Well, we're going to see that happen all over America in 2022, unless the 30 red states get very, very tough about election integrity. Now, you've seen Georgia try to do this in a moderate way, and they're getting hammered, which I'll, I'll cover later. But every state has got to do this, because if we don't do this, we're going to lose virtually everyone in 2022. And, and what I mean by this is two things have to happen. One, there's got to be very stiff penalties for vote fraud. I'm talking 15-year jail sentences. You, get, you send people to jail for 15 years for organised vote fraud, the problem will go away very, very quickly. Very quickly. The other thing is the abolition of voting machines. Even if your voting machine is blockchain and it's perfect and it cannot be, cannot be hacked and whatever, outside will still not have confidence in them. They will still not believe it. They want to see paper ballots and registration and photo IDs. Then they will have confidence that the election is fair and then they will vote. Until those steps are taken, we're going to lose. So this is a critical battle that's going on right now in 30 states, and it must be won by the grassroots. Just, there, there are 69, we're talking about the midterms if we get that far, there are 69 a, a Democrat Congress members in red states. Just by cleaning out, cleaning up the voter integrity in those red states, I think a quarter of those Democrats would lose their seats straight off without doing a single thing. That would take back the House and make President Biden or President Harris in reality a lame duck and would give us a chance to take back the country. You know, in our own state, you and I both live in Florida, we have voter ID. You have to present your driver's license and or your voter ID, your voter registration. We have paper ballots. They're counted by a machine, but they can go back and count them one by one. Yet, I had a situation that I actually wrote about earlier. I took my 90-year-old mother, who was in assisted living, she moved to a new precinct, and I drove her to the polls, and we went to early voting. And we went in, and they said, oh, she can't vote. She's already voted. Well, my mother has some level of dementia and forgetfulness, and she said she did not vote. It is possible that they, that they got absentee ballots, I guess you call it, and that she filled it out and mailed it in. But at that point, I don't think she was clever enough to fill out a ballot and to mail it in. You know, mm -hmm. in fact, when I voted with her other times, if someone's that old, they can sign something to let someone like me, I'm her power of attorney, sit and help her vote, which I did, I've done several times. But I was standing there. How could I prove that she hadn't voted? Yet they, yeah. they, they turned her away. And I think, that somebody went through and voted for all those old people absentee, and, look, but look, there was no way to prove it. Look, absolutely. See, this is why you need penalties for vote fraud. They wouldn't do that if they go to jail for 15 years. Now, Florida has a group called the New Florida Majority. It's run by a pro-Chinese communist group called Liberation Road. They had a New Virginia Majority. New Virginia Majority is what turned um, Virginia from a red state to a blue state. 
And part, part of that was through legalising 200,000 felons to vote. The, the same group was behind the legalisation of 1.4 million felons to vote in this state. So the other thing is these groups are very related to ACORN, the old um, you know, voting registration group that was well known for its fraud, for going into rest homes and signing up old people to vote, you know, or voting on their behalf, et cetera. So that is why you've got new Florida majority basically basically committing all sorts of acts in this state to flip the state. There has to be state investigations of these people. There has to be very stiff penalties if they're caught doing any form of vote fraud. So you've got to have the paper, you've got to have the IDs, but you've got to have a very vigorous effort on behalf of, behalf of state governments to weed out these organisations that are communist controlled, working for communist China to flip states in the American South. They've already flipped Virginia. They're on the verge of flipping North Carolina. They've already partially flipped Georgia. They've already partially flipped Arizona and Florida's right in their, their targets and as so is Texas. They only need another one or two and the Republicans can never win nationwide again. So it's that serious and you well, need law enforcement involved in this in a big way. We have a good governor, Ron DeSantis. Yep. We're very glad that he's our governor right now with all this mm -hmm. COVID mess because Florida is basically open. But he came very close to losing. And this is in spite of the fact that we have two Republican senators, a Republican House and Senate here in the state of Florida, yet a socialist mayor of Tallahassee almost beat him, somebody who was totally unknown, and it just caused those of us who live here a lot of concern. And it just talk, you know, it's kind of illustrative of the trends that you're talking about. Let's wrap yeah. up this podcast by talking about cancel culture. That That is in the title of my book, God and Cancel Culture. And I'm using cancel culture as a way to discuss these bigger issues because it's, you know, these people that we're talking about, they're trying to cancel our elections are trying to cancel people who stand up against them. They they were effective in canceling Donald Trump. Boy, if they can cancel Donald Trump, nobody's stronger than him. And, and look at the support that he had. I mean, it's very, very concerning. So why don't you give me your opinion, you know, as an American as you are now, but also you have a very interesting perspective as a New Zealander. Uh, talk to me about cancel culture as you see it and what you think may be happening in the future. Well, cancel, I saw a great meme the other day. Cancel culture is a dress rehearsal for mass murder. And that's what it is. But people need to understand. See, what did Hitler do before World War II? He, he picked out a certain group of people and demonised and cancelled them, then ended up slaughtering them. I'm referring, of course, to the Jews. But the Gypsies and other groups were, were also targeted. Well, the same thing is happening today. This is all driven by critical race theory, which is Marxist. This is driven by Marxism to demonize anybody who stands up for borders, anybody who stands up for the Constitution, anybody who stands up for traditional Christianity or the principles that made America great. Because America must be destroyed. We need to understand that is the goal of the communist movement. Because for, for 100 years, 
they were on the march controlling virtually every, you know, they had a third of the world under their domination, but America screwed it up for them. America drove the Soviet Union bankrupt in an arms race. America has kept Cuba under control for many years. America has blockaded Venezuela. And if you ask any communist, they'll say, you'll say, well, communism's always failed. It's always been a disaster. They'll say that's because America screwed it up. That's because America bankrupted Russia and Cuba. So to get communism, we need to get rid of America. The ultimate goal here is to cancel America. That's why the communists are ripping down statues all over the country. That's why they're altering our history and demonizing the founding fathers. That is why they're shutting down any opposition, patriotic businesses. They want a pure Marxist culture in this country and they will brook no opposition. Cancel culture is Marxism. The big companies involved in this, the, uh, you know, the big tech and all that kind of thing, and many of the big companies, they have got big deals going with China. China is driving this. They have made the decision that China is going to be leading the world and they have hitched their wagon to China and they're doing China's bidding by strangling the rest of us out of existence, cancelling our culture, cancelling our businesses, get, you know, destroying our churches, whatever it takes. Look, this is not a social movement. This is a foreign-directed communist movement to destroy everything about America. If you can sit back and avoid this fight and sit in your church and keep your lifestyle and just keep your job, if you think you can do that, you're delusional. They're coming for all of it. They, they seriously want to slaughter their opposition, and they are setting the stage for it now. If we're not going to fight back, we deserve what we get. And so how do we fight back? What can the average person who's listening to this or later reads my book, what can they do? Well, in my article, The Nine Points, I, I said the first thing that we've got to do is get the, the 30 red states working together to oppose the federal government. And that's already happening to a degree. 20 states wrote to Biden recently saying that if they come up, if Biden comes after their elections, there will be consequences. You know, uh, Texas is working with other states to seal the southern border. Ron DeSantis is working with Texas to rein in big tech. Um, recently, um, you know, recently uh, Biden told DeSantis to close the restaurants in Florida. DeSantis said no. So Biden said, well, we might have to cut air travel to Florida, even road travel, completely unconstitutional. Well, he might do that to Florida, but he couldn't do it to Florida and Texas and Louisiana and Arkansas and Oklahoma, right through the middle of the country, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, right up to Alaska. Join those 30 states together. That will go right through, cut right through the middle of the country from Alaska and the Arctic Circle all the way to the Gulf of Mexico and the Florida Keys. Join those 30 states together in a block, not secession, a nation within a nation. Bring in the red counties of the blue states and you've got 80% of America. You've got the workers, you've got the wealth, you've got the food, you've got the all of it. And then you basically tell the federal government, 
you're not going to do anything unconstitutional in our states. You're not coming for our guns. You're not coming for our religious liberties. You're not coming for our elections. You're not coming for our freedom of, of speech. The 10th Amendment guarantees the states are superior to the federal government. The federal government serves at the pleasure of the states. The, the states are guaranteed a Republican form of government. That's in the Constitution. If the federal government is trying to take away that form of government, the states have a right to band together and tell them to take a hike. And that's one of the things that has to be done. It's one of the nine points that I discussed in my article. Well, that's encouraging that there are a few things that we can do. I want you to conclude this podcast by saying what could be done about big tech, who at least as far as the news is concerned, is the most obvious example of cancel culture at this time. Well, look, already Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott in Texas are designing legislation to fine big tech if they if they suppress conservatives. Now, you imagine if 30 states got together and said, we're going to fine Google and these companies a million dollars a day each if they keep on suppressing freedom of speech. Third, you know, well, let's know, you know, make it make it five million dollars a day each. So $150 million a day on each company for doing what they're doing. Big tech would be little tech really, really quickly. And and the other part of that is we should all be following President Trump's lead. He asked us to boycott the major baseball league. He asked us to boycott UPS um, and uh, Delta Airlines, etc., over the attack on on Georgia's voting voting reforms. Look, if 80 million MAGA people boycotted those three or four companies, the cancel culture would be gone pretty darn quickly. We have the power. We have. We are the majority. We have the money. Our people work. Our people have businesses. Stop giving money to our enemies and start giving money to our friends. Every every group in the country should have a list of all the good companies in their area and the bad companies in their area, and they should be directing all their people to spend money with the good companies and no money with the woke. BLM supporting, left-wing supporting big companies. If we directed our resources to our friends and against our enemies, we could end cancel culture. And the other thing, boycott communist China in every possible way you can. Read your labels, don't buy any Chinese goods, don't have any companies, don't have shares in any companies that invest in China at all. Investing in China today is like investing in Nazi Germany in 1938. You're building up the enemy that is going to kill your kids if they get the chance. Spend your money with American companies, buy American, buy patriotic. We all do that. We can get the Chinese out of our country. I'm back in the studio. You know, there are a lot of people that don't want to believe what Trevor Loudon had to say. We ignore what he says at our peril. As I said earlier, I have an entire chapter on communism in my new book, God and Cancel Culture. I hope you'll pre-order it on Amazon.com. They won't bill you, 
until the day it releases, and then they ship it that day, September 7th. That's a good way to help us because in the publishing world, the more pre-sales you get, the better. It creates a momentum for the book. I believe this is the most important book I've written, and I hope you do too. Thanks for listening to God and Cancel Culture. Share this with friends.